1170. The answer. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Twitter Tuesday. This is the Andrea K Show back from a long holiday weekend. Hopefully you guys had a great Memorial Day weekend and spent some time uh, reflecting on and, and paying tribute uh, to our American heroes. Um, I know that I certainly did, but I'm really glad to be back with you guys. Thank you all for joining me like you do every night, Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. I am coming at you live from the AM 1170 studios and joining me as always... Back by popular demand, DJ Carrot Sticks. DJ Carrot Sticks. I love this country. Oh, I don't know about yeah. popular demand. <laughs> well, you're back by my demand. Okay, I'll take that. That's, that's, all, that's a, the only person I need. That's right. And uh, speaking of by popular demand, President Trump, the man, is firing up the crowd at a rally tonight on behalf of Marsha Blackburn who uh, is one of my favorites from Congress. And uh, the conventional wisdom is that uh, that she really doesn't have anything to worry about. Of course, it never hurts uh, to have the man who is still popular in spite of all the slings and the arrows and everything that they're trying to throw his way. He's uh, able. He was able to ride into Nashville tonight on a horse packing all kinds of success. Uh, but imagine the success he would have if he had a Congress that had his back, if he was not faced with two opposition parties, if he was not faced with the constant distraction and cloud over him that is involved with this Mueller witch hunt. Um, not a whole lot of breaking news on, on that front today. Um, I actually uh, woke up this morning thinking I was going to start the day with the biggest topic to me, the one that was most important to me, that kind of broke over the weekend that really wasn't getting a lot of media play, and that was Tommy Robinson. So I woke thinking I was going to talk about that today as part of my ongoing theme about free speech and the left's movement to deny free speech of conservatives. And when it broke on Twitter Tuesday that Roseanne had pretty much blown up Twitter. But you know what? It's, it's actually a similar story. And if you want to chime in on that and other stories of the day, uh, the number is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. We're going to be talking about this uh, we've got Brian Maloney from Media Equalizer, who's going to be here to talk about that, because you know what? The story went from being about Roseanne saying something uh, untoward to really being about many people saying things that are untoward and racist and this and that and hate-filled and getting away with it, except Roseanne. And then we're also going to be talking about, speak, speaking of people saying things that are untoward, my gal Jen Kearns is going to be here from the Hill. Uh, she's going to be talking about... Uh, the commencement speeches, all the crazy involved in that. And I had Omar Kudrat, who's going to be the first and actually is the first Muslim American running for as a Republican for Congress here, but he's had to reschedule due to health issues of his father. So hopefully we'll get him scheduled back soon. But that certainly opens up the opportunities for you all to join in and talk about the hot topics of the day. So um, 
like like I said, you know, the story started. I started today thinking that I was going to talk about Tommy Robinson, who was a conservative who has been jailed in Britain for doing nothing but reporting on the grooming of children in terms of sexual abuse and rape of children. In large part, the issues have been going on with uh, Muslim males in that country. And so he's outside the courthouse and he gets arrested. And President Trump said, you know, we can't let that happen here. And, of course, that's really what the push has been here for a while in this country. Uh, while the left is filled entitled to say whatever they want to say, no matter how outlandish, hate-filled, racist, etc., uh, conservatives have been targeted and criminalized. That's what was going on with the IRS. That's what's been going on with this Mueller investigation. And that's really at the heart of what, what the story has turned out to be with Roseanne, because the day started with it being about her saying something considered racist. And it's really come about being about the media's biased and hypocrisy. And it's really the start and the push for hate speech legislation in which the left will then hopefully on their end, hopefully what they hope is to be able to criminalize anybody that's considered a conservative. Joining me to talk about this now is, uh, oh, okay. thought we had Brian Maloney on the phone. Um, but that's really what this is about because it can't be really about anybody really being outraged over Roseanne. In fact, the, the public had not even had an opportunity to push back against ABC. No, I mean, they, she was canceled within a few hours. And as I said earlier, I, I, my initial reaction to what she said was that it was that, and I still stand by that. I think it was a, um, whether you think it was racist or not, because technically Valerie Jarrett is an African-American, she's Iranian, except that she did have a black father. You know, whether or not you think it was racist, come on. Can we be honest as conservatives and say it was mean spirit, it was nasty, and it was stupid for her to say it? ABC was looking for a reason to get rid of her, and she stupidly gave it to them. But the good news inside of that is that it really exposed the hypocrisy of ABC because they did pull the plug too quickly. One of the reasons why they pulled the plug was that was this Wanda Sykes had a uh, uh, quote comedian who was on Twitter saying that, you know, white people don't steal wallets, white people steal countries. So, you know, then you've got ABC is also the same outfit that still kept Joy Behar employed. You cannot convince me that ABC is an outfit that has to do with values of that involve respect for other people and making sure the discourse is civil when they fire Roseanne who apologized to Valerie Jarrett and Americans, but they keep Joy Behar, who called the vice president of our country mentally ill for being Christian. And the, and the pushback by the American people against ABC for Joy Behar was phenomenal, the pushback was. And they didn't fire her. And did Joy Behar even apologize to the American people? No. She was forced to apologize, but she picked up the phone and called Mike Pence. She didn't apologize publicly, and she's still on the payroll. So this story has become not even about Roseanne anymore. It's about Roseanne being victimized and being the lamb led to slaughter by a media that is nothing but hypocritical. Joining me now is a media expert, Brian Maloney from Media Equalizer. Hi, Brian. Welcome to the Andrew K show. Hey, thanks for having me back on again. Sure. So to me, the story has evolved. And what started out to being a case of, oh, Roseanne stepped in it, being the wacky that she is, and it's really quickly became a story, truthfully, about media bias and hypocrisy and the left wanting to destroy conservatives. And um, how do you see it? Well, I'm really appreciative of your perspective on this because I saw way too many conservatives in my Facebook feed um, and uh, sadly on the Fox News channel throwing Roseanne under the bus today. And I've been pretty upset about it. 
you know, people just think, oh, yeah, she shouldn't be talking like that, you know. I don't know what's going on on our own side sometimes. We're so busy trying to look reasonable. You know, we're trying to look fair. And, yeah, we looked at it, and, yeah, she, look, she shouldn't have said that. Okay, fine, we get that. But Roseanne has always been a wild Twitter user going back to the beginning of Twitter. So what is the surprise here when she did that? You know, ABC knew that about her. They had to add. Yes. Roseanne is a loose cannon. She's been a loose cannon. It's the basis of her career in comedy. So this entire situation is absurd. Of course, we don't support what she said, you know, this Planet of the Apes remark or whatever. Of course we don't. Remember, she apologized. And, you know, it's funny. When a leftist steps in and apologizes, we're supposed to back off and say, oh, well, she apologized. But when a... And Roseanne's not even really a conservative, as far as I know. Mm -hmm. She's pro-Trump, and that makes it fatal for her. So she apologizes, right? Uh, and then, you know, no, they're not going to let it go. They're not. And we've seen this. This is what happened to Laura Ingram two months ago. Mm -hmm. She apologized for making, you know, a semi-critical remark about the sacred David Hogg. Um, and they kept going after her anyway. The apology was not accepted by the left. Well, at this point, I I'm thinking that it's a great opportunity because it has exposed the hypocrisy of the left because all day long it was um, – pulling out everything from Bill Maher, who had done a side-by-side -side between, you know, Donald Trump and an orangutan and saying he's a real ape, and right. even even pictures of George W. Bush next to an, to an ape, and, you know, it, it, Wanda Sykes and her racist comments, you know, up to Keith Oberman. You know, on the same day they get rid of Roseanne Disney, who owns ABC, hires Keith Oberman. You know, his Twitter feed is something to talk about derangement, talk about being mentally ill. If that is fit to work for Disney, there's absolutely no excuse for Roseanne being fired for what she said today. And it wasn't about any pushback. It's clear they were looking for an excuse to fire her because there wasn't anybody other than Wanda Sykes who put any, gave any pushback before they fired her. So, well, you know, exactly and, and, and right. right now, I, I do uh, do think that what she said was was untoward. And I think that this is what we can sure. do. What, but what I think that we need to do is hold the media accountable. And I don't know how we do that. That's why I wanted you on the show, because well, the, think, yeah. the, the pushback against ABC for Joy Behar didn't go anywhere. She still got a gig. You guys were able to save Laura Ingram. Do we hope that Roseanne rises out of the ashes like Tim Allen and gets picked up somewhere? How do we what do we what's the play from here? Well, first of all, any of your listeners who didn't already join our group last time, and so many of yours have already, and I want to say thank you again for that, but our Facebook group called Stop the Scalpings is where we go to fight back. We have 111,000 members right now, and let's hope that anyone that didn't join Stop the Scalpings last time does tonight. Um, and we are there. We're waiting for you to join our army of people. I put up a poll um, of just a few minutes after the story broke earlier today about Roseanne being fired, and I, we had 5,000 members voting uh, within an hour to say that they thought ABC was completely out of line in what they did. And I, I just took a lot of comfort in that, because when I saw the number of supposed mainstream conservative talking heads who turned right around and were critical of Roseanne like she deserved it, you know, if, if I say that, then I'm not going to be called racist by the left anymore. Right. You know, it, when you pander to the left like that, they're still going to cut your neck off anyway. They don't, that does not, that does not do anything for you. This is, there's, we have to stop that first. We have to get the rest of our own side. And then I saw a lot of complaining from people who are upset about Roseanne being fired. 
saying that there's not one, you know, at least as of the beginning of time time, I don't know about the last hour or two, I haven't seen it, but that through the course of, of the day, there wasn't anyone on Fox coming to Roseanne's uh, aid at all. I mean, no, that they, no, were, they right. were throwing her in his buck, too. But there this, wasn't. I mean, I, I wish they... I wish they at least had said, look, what she said was wrong because my initial reaction to it was I that I do think it had racial undertones, whether or not Valerie Jarrett is technically black or not. She's a person of color. You don't you don't compare people of color to apes. That's just my, you know, right. no, you just no, don't. No, of However, of she apologized, and we've all said things that we shouldn't say. You look at what the left did to destroy Paula Dean, completely ruined her. Um, you know, and right. it's not even just conservatives. I mean, they they ruined, uh, there was a, a, an African-American actor named Isaiah, somebody or other, who was destroyed because he, he said something that they didn't like about another LB, you know, uh, another gay actor. So it's not even just, you're right, Roseanne isn't necessarily a conservative. So what this is really about is this is just about the left pushing an agenda and i was disappointed that you know but i also got pushback from conservatives saying that i shouldn't be critical at all of roseanne i think that you can criticize her comment and say you know what she crossed a line um but she apologized but oh by the way it was wrong of what she said but oh by the way the line that she crossed is the same line that's being crossed all day long by the left and abc says that her comment didn't reflect their values well i guess i have to assume brian that abc's values are that christians like us or i don't know if you're a christian but christians like me are mentally ill because that right well, absolutely. So I think we've got to get people. We just need more voices like yours out there because everything that you're saying is what I wish we were hearing a lot more tonight. We're hearing it in some quarters, but we have this sort of national review, never Trumper kind of gang out there who they're mm-hmm. taking a lot of. They're enjoying this because, you know, what is Roseanne? Is Roseanne a conservative? I don't think that Roseanne actually is conservative or ever was. Roseanne was a liberal talk show host on the Air America Network about 10 years ago. Uh, so, but what Roseanne is, is pro-Trump yes. and a populist. And that, in the view of the left, makes it inexcusable. So they don't, you, know, you don't have to be a conservative to get your neck chopped off by the left. You simply have to be not on the far left, mm-hmm. and you simply have to not loudly oppose Trump. Any other position gets you beheaded by them, and that's where we're at today. So that's we're right. in a... We're in a disgusting state of affairs in this country where political correctness is winning every single day, every single battle. Uh, and it, Well, maybe not every battle. We've won a few, but a lot of the battles they're winning. And until we're fighting back loudly, mm-hmm. and I think that we should say, look, Roseanne shouldn't have said it, but she apologized. And look, if ABC wants to cancel the number one show they have over that, then I, what I want to see here... It's Fox or another network uh, quickly pick up that show because that is one of the most compelling programs on television today. It is an honest uh, portrayal of, of the divisions we have in this country today where there are honest debates between people on the left and the right. Mm-hmm. And it's a show that does not insult your intelligence but assumes that you are an intelligent person right. and acts accordingly, is written accordingly. It is something that we need more of in this country today, so we need right. to bring Roseanne back. And I want to see, and I want to see leadership on the conservative side here, mm-hmm. and not a bunch of wimpy, never Trump pansies who are, you know, they're just coming out of the woodwork today. And I've had it. I'm done with those yeah. guys. I don't want to see them on the Fox shows anymore. So we, every one of your listeners tonight, I am begging every single person out there to get active. 
join our group Stop the Scalping, but also just join with you in solidarity and understanding the battle that is ahead. Because the minute political correctness wins for good, and it's so close to that right now, there's no turning back. Once that culture war is lost, we don't get to refight it. You know, we don't get a second chance at that. It is truly over. And uh, so this is it. Take a stand today. That, that's right, because if we don't take a stand, we're all going to be Tommy Robinson, who, you know, where, where the far left gets to decide uh, what speech should be criminalized and literally will be thrown into jail because we said something that the left didn't like. And that's that's where we're, we're that's it's death by a thousand cuts. That's the track we're on. And we've got to fight back on it. And I God bless you guys, Brian and Melanie Morgan. And I think you've even got Megan Barth involved with you guys. Thank you guys. We for your, now, yes. Yep. Thank you guys so much for your efforts. Brian Maloney from Media Equalizer. Stop the scalpings. Join the group. Got to leave it there, Brian. I'm backed up against a Thank break. Thank you. All right. Now, stay tuned, though, Andrea K. Show listeners, because we've got more of this topic on the other side of the break. We've got Jen Kearns from The Hill who's going to be here. 888-344-1170 if you'd like to join in the discussion. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hadley of the Hadley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. Hey, homeowners, listen up. Interest rates are rising, and experts agree they'll continue to rise. So you need to seriously think about refinancing now before rates go up more. The longer you wait, the more interest you might pay. So if you've even thought about pulling cash out of the equity in your home to pay off credit cards, car loans, or purchase an investment property, you need to make the cash call now at 855-880-CASH before mortgage rates rise anymore. Cash Call Mortgage can still refinance your loan at a low fixed interest rate for a flat fee of just $995 and will pay all third-party closing costs. Call 855-880-CASH today to begin the quick and easy process. We close most loans in less than 21 days to get you the cash you need fast. That's 855-880-CASH. Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. Equal housing lender. Call 855-657-9910 for terms, conditions, and restrictions. California Department of Business Oversight Residential Mortgage Lender Law License NMLS 128231. That's 855-880-CASH. 855-880-CASH. Hey, you want that car in front of you, don't you? Or what about that one over there? That, my friend, is car envy. And all you need to do is say, show me the car facts. And you can find great deals at Carfax.com because now you can search millions of used car listings anytime, anywhere. Plus, get a free Carfax report with every search. 
Don't miss out on your deal. Start your used car search now at Carfax.com. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to Vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than $0.02 per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit Vistaprint.com and use promo code 1919 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 1919. In America, someone coming from nothing really can create unlimited success for themselves and their family. Larry Elder, the sage from South Central here with my friend Aaron, founder of California Deluxe Windows, a true American success story. Aaron, I've recommended you to my friends, and they are so happy with the work you've done. Thank you, Larry. That really means a lot. We all know Larry is one of the smartest and most discerning people. So if you are selecting windows and doors, listen to Larry's sage advice and call California Deluxe Windows will do for you what we did for Larry's friend and family. For the best quality windows and doors made in America, call Aaron at California Deluxe Windows. Ask about 20% off your entire order and one-year interest-free financing. California Deluxe Windows, 888-NEW-WINDOWS. 888-NEW-WINDOWS. He will indeed say, Your house can be covered with potato chips, and we wouldn't crack one. CSLB number 774518. Some restrictions apply. AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Rolling along, uh, along here tonight, 888-344-1170, if you would like to be a part of the show. So glad to have my next guest back with me. She's been struggling keeping her voice uh, together. I don't know if you'll remember, I lost mine for like two weeks back in December. It's It's rough to go. When you lose your voice, especially when you're paid to speak for a living. So I'm glad to have her back. It's none other than Jen Kearns from The Hill. Hey, baby, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks so much. Luckily, I don't get paid to be on the radio. I only get paid to write. So it worked out for me. Okay. <laughs> Good. Well, you're also on TV a lot, though, too. So, yeah, you kind of still got to have your true. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I originally planned to have you on to talk about uh, people running off at the mouth in these com- commencement speeches. We're going to talk a little bit about that as well as uh, the phony story that was run. You know, I started the show by talking about media bias, and media hypocrisy and lies. There was a huge lie of a story that just went over the top this weekend with, uh, I think it was CNN maybe, who tweeted out a story and pictures from 2014 with Obama that got blamed on Trump. And I do want to get into that, but I got to pick your brain, Jen, on this Roseanne story today. For me, it started out as a story about a star who just went too far and crossed a line, but it quickly became about media bias and hypocrisy when everybody started going through everybody else's Twitter feeds and seeing some even worse comments made how do you see it yeah you know it's interesting it, it, obviously you know Roseanne's tweet was inappropriate uh you know those of us in the political sphere we have to elevate the conversation so we make it about politics and not personal attacks so having said that uh, her tweet was definitely inappropriate she has since apologized for that but what what's emerging here and you're touching on this is it's very interesting to see what happens when a conservative dares to make a joke about a liberal. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's very ironic that ABC networks would cancel her program when their own program, The View, Mm -hmm. fascist conservatives and President Trump and every female Republican you can think of on a daily basis every 
single morning. The irony here is so sick. It's disgusting. And if you look at things on the liberal side, you know, Hollywood prides themselves on being so funny and so clever. And people have made entire careers out of making fun of conservatives. Mm -hmm. Look no further than Saturday Night Live. Uh, especially in the last two years, making fun of Donald Trump. Just two, three weeks ago, they gave Stormy Daniels unfettered access um, to say that she had a personal relationship with President Trump. Well, that hasn't been proven. The things that liberals are allowed to say about conservatives on the airwaves is is monstrous. And Mm -hmm. if you look at other people who've built careers on making fun of conservatives, look at Alec Baldwin, his portrayal of President Trump. Uh, mm-hmm. What he's been doing for the last couple of years. Look at Jimmy Kimmel on the nightly, uh, you know, nightly shows on the major networks. Uh, yeah. Stephen Colbert does it every night as well. So you look at this by contrast, Andrea. You look at how Republicans are treated, especially Republican women here, which mm-hmm. you and I are. Yeah. And boy, let let's count the list. Uh, yeah. They called Michelle Bachman crazy. If you Google Michelle Bachman and the word crazy. There's some 15,000 search results that come up. You look at how they called Sarah Palin dumb. This was the female governor of a very large, energy-rich state. They they made her look like an idiot. They Mm. made fun of Sarah Palin's Down syndrome son. They recently made fun of Melania Trump's foreign accent. Mm -hmm. And they have made fun of Barron Trump, a minor child, accusing him of being autistic. Now, that is just on the left. And that's just off the top of my head. You also look at the recent White House Correspondents Dinner, which I think you and I spoke about after Mm -hmm. that weekend. Uh, Here's this comedian body shaming Sarah Huckabee Sanders. And boy, these liberals were not fired for their remarks. In fact, They've been promoted. Michelle Wolf is launching a Netflix special just this week. So she's actually been rewarded for her crass jokes. So, boy, the double standard is so thick. And the American people see it. This is exactly why Donald Trump got elected president. And I think it's going to and I think it's going to blow back in ABC's face. I think they overplayed their hand. I think Roseanne's going to be picked up like Tim Allen was by another outlet. And I think that I I think that we might have reached critical mass. That could be wishful thinking on my part because the American people are outraged over what happened with Tommy Robinson, a conservative over in Britain. And they can see that that's where we're going. They can see that that when uh, Tea Party groups were were. you know, denied uh, in uh, by the IRS, and that it was it was yeah. a tyrannical, the jackboot of tyranny, as one Tea, Tea Party group put it, in terms of the IRS and what was done to them. What the Mueller investigation is all about it's it's they are looking for a crime that they can that they can lay on Trump strictly for his political views. And the left has a long time been pushing, trying to get hate hate speech legislation on us, uh, and the, you know it, which will really be nothing but progressives and the far left, you know, basically criminalizing anything that doesn't match what they think. And that's really where, where we're at right now. Um, but I want to then also, enough about that. Uh, I got to talk a little bit about uh, the commencement speeches because that's an, that to me is another example of where we're at in this country to where speech is only being afforded liberals and not conservatives, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Look, you know, it's the graduation season, normally a very happy time for students and their families. You know, you hear that traditional, you know, pomp and circumstance music, but then you start to sit down and get comfortable to commence in speech. And what do you hear? Liberal speech after liberal speech after liberal speech. So I wrote an article on the Hill that's out today 
the Young Americas Foundation actually did a survey of the top 45 U.S. universities. And of those top 45 universities, zero of them, zero of them have a conservative speaker this commencement season. They went a little further than that. They went a little deeper than that. They checked the top 100 U.S. universities. There are only three Republicans speaking at those. The rest, the other 97, are all liberals. And look, here's the problem. It's fine if that's a private university, but these are taxpayer-funded public universities. These are schools that you and I pay for. Uh, the, the numbers are actually pretty staggering if you look at uh, the monies that the federal government and the state governments uh, chip in to some of these institutions, uh, something upwards of $73 billion on the state side uh, to universities each year. That's not just total, that's each year. And then an additional $76 billion with a B annually that the federal government gives these publicly funded universities. And boy, if you look at this, both federal and state governments chip in about $60,000 for every bachelor degree that's given out. That's how much state and federal funding goes into this. So as Ronald Reagan used to say, we paid for that microphone. And guess what? We, the taxpayer, we, the students, and we, the parents who pay that tuition, deserve to have some equal time at that microphone. And it's high time that happened. Right. Absolutely. And I haven't had a chance to listen to any of this year's commencement speeches, um, but I've heard them from years past in the left. And, you know, um, it is every bit as nasty and vitriolic and hate-filled towards conservatives and Republicans and Americans as anything Roseanne Barr said in her tweet. So, you know, I'm glad. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I'm glad you brought it out because you're the only person that I've heard that's talking about this. I mean, we saw people, you know, making fun of Hillary Clinton with a Russian hat, but you're the only one who's pointed out that we're paying for this crap with our taxpayers' dollars for them to come, for them to go out and demean Republicans, conservatives, Americans, and as well as to continue to further the indoctrination, and we're not being represented. Um, And then uh, final thoughts on the story, the media bias story. Um, I think it is important that we, we talk about this at least for a minute. Because, you know, the media pushing out pictures of children in cages and trying to blame President Trump for it. And then I saw a, quote, celebrity that I had an encounter with who then went after Melania Trump, even after she found out that it was not President Trump, that those were pictures from Obama's time. And then after it was pointed out to some of these people that they were they were uh, blaming President Trump for something Obama did, then suddenly they didn't have a problem with it anymore. Yeah, you know, I think this is just outrageous, both on the mainstream media side, as well as the Democrats who continued to perpetrate this tweet heard around the world. Uh, it was former Los Angeles Mayor Antonio Ragosa, who's running to be your governor, by the way. Um, he, he said in a, a caption to the photo, quote, this is not who we are as a nation, end quote. Well, it turns out that is who they were. And it turns out it was their president. Barack Obama, who was Mm -hmm. perpetrating those acts, sending kids across the border so they could be treated like that, sleeping on cement floors on a thin mat behind a cage, behind a fence. That was not President Trump. That was President Obama that did that. I'm so glad to the person who took the time to fact check that. That person is a hero. And sometimes in this, you know, fast paced media cycle, we don't thank those people enough, but it takes a lot of work to fact check something like that. I, I do it a lot myself and and that person ought to be thanked i don't know who it is but um they ought to be lauded uh look this just shows you the hypocrisy 
uh, of the Democrats here for every elected official and every politician and every pundit and every mainstream media personality that tweeted that and then simply deleted the tweet, they are a coward. And you know why? It would have taken more bravery to actually come back and say, hey, by the way, that photo I posted, turns out it wasn't President Trump. It was my president, Barack Obama, and I apologize for that. And here's what really happened in 2014. Instead, they ran, they turned tail like cowards, Mm -hmm. and they deleted those tweets, and they never said another word. And it was Martin Luther King, who, by the way, was a registered Republican, that said, um, your life begins to end the moment you remain silent on things that matter. And I think the American people saw this. They saw the Democratic Party for who they were. And I think, Andrea, this is what you and I talk about a lot. This is why Democrats are going to fail miserably in the midterms, just because of stuff just like this. Oh, right on, sister. Jen Kearns from The Hill. Be sure you always catch her articles. And Jen, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Thanks so much, Andrea. All right. Now we're going to take another little break, but I think we've got some uh, callers holding on the line there. But don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back. And if you want to chime in, it's 888-344-1170. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the AV Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the AV Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's A-V-A-R-I-A-S-Co.com. Now an editorial by Steve Brodsky, General Manager of Caprace and AM 1170, The Answer. The California Assembly passed a bill that would subject family counselors and pastors to lawsuits just for providing counsel to people looking for help. This bill could lead to banning Bible sales in California. How can that be, you say? Isn't that a violation of free speech? It is a violation of the speech of counselors, and it deprives adults of the freedom to set their own counseling goals and objectives. Politicians in Sacramento believe they know better than church pastors and mental health professionals, including the American College of Pediatricians. The bill will silence those who want to help people with unwanted sexual feelings. I urge you to learn more about Assembly Bill 2943 by going to our website, kprz.com or am1170theanswer.com and click on the banner. Then go to your state representatives and urge them to vote no on AB 2943. Nothing less than our freedom of speech and religion is at stake. We have a new home loan program for the self-employed borrower. You need to hear this. Hi, I'm Chris Tyler, self-employed mortgage specialist at Right Choice Mortgage. 
Being self-employed myself, I know how difficult it is to get a home loan, so we came up with a solution. Instead of using your tax returns or W-2s to get approved, we'll use your personal or business bank statements and use your deposits as income. No P&Ls required. This self-employed mortgage program will help you get a bigger loan at a better rate. Call now, 855-464-4774. This is not hard money. Rates are in the threes and fours. 855-464-4774. So if you're self-employed and want to buy a house, get cash out, or just lower your payment, call me now, Chris Tyler, 855-464-4774. That's 855-464-4774. Licensed by the BRE 01943736 and NMLS 1132583, an equal opportunity lender. Most solar companies try to sell you a leased solar system. The owner of your system, the solar company, keeps your 30% federal tax credit, and they don't pass the refund back to you. In fact, their prices remain just as high. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. Most lease systems are too small, so you're still paying the power company and your lease every month. When you own it, you get to use a 30% tax credit. Keegan Electric Solar is a veteran-owned company with an A-plus rating with the BBB. When you call Keegan Electric Solar at 619-742-8376, you deal with me directly. From start to finish, a licensed electrical contractor. Don't allow these large solar companies to keep your tax break. I'm offering a $2,000 off electrical panel upgrade or a $2,000 credit towards a purchase of your system. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com or call 619-742-8376 to talk with me today. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. If you would like to call in and tell me what's on your mind, looks like my buddy C.V. Burton's been waiting a while to chime in. What's on your mind, CV? Welcome back to the show, baby. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Of course. Um, <laughs> You're not going to yell at me this time, are you? No, I promise I wouldn't. <laughs> but um, that's okay. Anyway, I like so your I passion. Agree with you, I agree with you that Roseanne made a stupid comment. Yeah. I mean, she's clever, but she's not smart. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, there's a difference there, and she's picking on a really difficult target there because. Uh, Valerie Jarrett is the Svengali, the kingmaker, the one who groomed Obama from nobody to, to somebody. And she's the one still pulling the strings behind the deep state today. So, you know, all these scandals that erupt, a lot of these false narratives all kind of emanate from her through Obama. Well, I don't, know how, like, I don't know how you know that, um, but I do agree with you that, um, you know, she really is a tough target. And I think that... Um, you know, I, I think that it was, since I don't really know how much Valerie Jarrett is still pulling the strings. I know that she supposedly moved into Obama's house recently. I just feel, yeah, yeah, I just feel like there's so many other ways and people she could take on. Uh, I I think this whole Twitter thing with her started with, uh, discussing the Mueller investigation and the deep state and stuff. And there's so many other ways and, and, and things that she could hit hard and push forth. I think it was just a bad attempt at humor. I actually think yeah. that she was a little on to something, though, because when she talked about um, the Muslim Brotherhood in connection with Valerie Jarrett, I think she was really on to something in terms of, uh, you know, um, that it was it it was Obama who, when he was running for office in 2008, gave a campaign speech in Cairo and had the Muslim Brotherhood on the front row. 
And the Muslim Brotherhood, let's remind everybody, uh, had been found with a manifesto that said they wanted to replace the Constitution with the Quran. Uh, There is legislation that has been before Congress, including which included Mike Pompeo, to try to get the Muslim Brotherhood declared a terrorist organization. And they've had ties to Hamas and other terror. They really are a terrorist organization. And we can't even get our – they've so infiltrated our government. We can't get a terrorist organization declared a terrorist organization. Um, And so I think she hit home a little bit when when she went there. One more quick point. One more quick point about Valerie Jarrett, then I'll just make a different point. But she was – during the Obama administration, she was the gatekeeper. Nobody saw Obama without going through her. She was the Mrs. Baylock of the Obama administration. If you remember Mrs. Baylock from The Omen, no. who had to protect the, the, the Antichrist child. I never saw The Omen. It was not my, never <laughs> my kind of, of movie. A lot of your uh, audience knows what I'm talking about. She even looks like Mrs. Baylock, and Mrs. Baylock is right. But I want to give you a personal experience from me that um, would show that it's not necessarily racist, although stupid, but not necessarily racist of uh, Roseanne to call her uh, ape-looking or ape-like, because when uh, I, I remember seeing a picture of her, and she looked exactly like uh, like Zira from Planet of the Apes to me, mm-hmm. and I did not know that her father was uh, an African American. I did not know that. I just thought she was an Iranian, and I said, "Gee, she looks a lot like Zira from Planet of the Apes." Now, how can you possibly say that I'm racist when I don't even know that she's African American? She doesn't look black to me at all. Well, I, I get like that. I, I, she's clearly a person of color, and I just think that you you are you're just what color? What color? Gray? I think a, a person black. of color is somebody that that's a person of color, and I just think that I oh, think you mean that like in, not white. Yeah, like not white. All that's right, what a person right. of okay. color means. So whether or not whether and I kind of got into a little disagreement with a good friend of mine, German, earlier about this today because he was like, "Well, you keep saying that you don't you shouldn't say that a black person looks like an ape." Okay, well, I'll, I'll, okay, she's not black technically. She's a person of color. And in this country, Wait. I don't like I don't like to see that. Here's where I'm at on, on this comment. I think that um, I get called the C word all the time by liberal men. Just because liberal men do that to me, I'm not going to turn right around and think it's okay for Republican men to call women that. And that so many dude that does that on my Facebook wall, I block them. I think right. that while I push hard and I am dynamite in a dress and I fight hard for my principles and my conservative beliefs, there's some lines I'm just not going to cross. Right. And people can people can justify it and say it wasn't racist or not. I just think that's a line you just don't cross. And there's so many other ways. I think it was a bad attempt at a joke by a comedian. And if she were anybody else, okay. and if it had been against anybody else, it would have been considered okay. Therein is the real, and I think that conservatives really should elevate the story like Jen Kearns was talking about. And really, because the real issue is not what she said. And so to get into the weeds in terms of defending it, I think is a mistake. I think it's more important to say she apologized. And they're the people that think that we should apologize. These are the same people that fought. Let me let me get my thought out. Let me get my thought out. Okay, okay. The left is the same people that doesn't want that don't want child molesters to be registered yeah. as sex offenders because they should be forgiven. They've done their time. But Roseanne is, deserves to be completely destroyed because of one bad tweet. That's what we're dealing with here. All right. It was a stupid comment, but she should not have apologized because what did she do wrong? Who wrote these laws? Uh, I'm starting to yell again. I think, no, that's okay. No, I like your passion. I think it's the laws of social norms. Just like you don't, no, just like you this don't. Is, this I, is a perfect example of unwritten laws unilaterally enforced only by the left against their political enemies. Because the left has been calling Donald Trump orange 
for God knows how long. And isn't that making fun of his skin color? Is that making fun of his skin color? Yeah, it is. Orange? And I think that, and, and I, and I think that it's, us, uh, right. And I think us, it's. They call us conservatives knuckle-dragging Neanderthals. That's right. All the time. And, and aren't Neanderthals ape, ape creatures? Right. I, we're not disagreeing here. What, what I'm yeah, saying is, is what I'm saying is it's wrong for the left to do this. And it's wrong for, for Roseanne to do this. The issue is about the double standard. It should not be. Uh, so we're in agreement here. I don't think it should be because the left does it, that therefore the re- Republicans should do it. And what I'm hoping that this story will do, since it's got, got kind of it's really exposed the hypocrisy on the left and in the media, is either force the left to have to adhere to the same standards or, um, you know, I, I guess that's really what I'm hoping is going to come out about it. Um, I heard Fox already made an offer. Well, good, good, because you know what? Roseanne, she apologized, and, you know, really, um, you know, she – some people say that she's done. I, I don't think she is. Nah. So, no. All right, I just want to say one last thing. Um, free Tommy Robinson. Yes. number one. And number two, tune in to Freedom on Deck on, every Sunday where I'm co-hosting from now on. So. Excellent. Just putting that out out there. And you can see, like, the, the uh, archives on BitChute and YouTube. All right. Thank you so much for being here, CV. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Bye. All right. All right. We're going to take another little skinny little break, and then we come back. The final segment of the Andrea K Show. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Why send your child or grandchild to a public school when they could go to one of San Diego's finest private schools for half price with AM 1170 The Answers Half Price Tuition Program. The 2018-19 school year for half price. Log on to am1170theanswer.com or tap the AM 1170 mobile app for the complete list of schools. Then call us to enroll your child. 844-800-5757. These outstanding schools are going fast, so call now. 844-800-5757. 844-800-5757. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Hi, folks. Jim Peterson with Peterson Dean. Look, I'm here to put solar panels on your roof at the lowest possible price and the best rates in the United States. Did you know that solar power is now 50% less in terms of cost than coal fire? And solar is clean and green at Peterson Dean, and coal is dirty as sin. I want to put panels on your roof this summer. I want to save you money. I want to put money back in your pocket. And I can do it right now at the best possible price in the United States with the longest financing terms and the lowest rates. 888-614-5157. 888-614-5157. Let's do it one more time. Write it down. 888-614-5157. Or at petersondean.com to learn more. The lowest rates in the United States. The best panels. The best roof. The best solar. The best fences. You name it. We've got it at the lowest rates in the United States. 888-614-5157 or at petersondean.com. CSLB 868-363-468-117-930-640. 
Sun Garden Terrace, license number 374-603-437. Sylvia taught school for 25 years before retiring and traveling the world with her beloved husband before he passed. My kids put me in here, and I thought, oh, great. They shuffled me off. But after I got here, the people were so wonderful. Sylvia found the perfect place where she could meet new friends and enjoy the activities. I enjoy the card games. If I win anything, (laughs) if I don't win anything, I don't enjoy it as much. But I do enjoy the activities, and there's a nice variety, so you don't get tired or bored. Sun Garden Terrace customizes individual care and activities based on the unique aspects and abilities of your loved one. You're invited to take a tour, see the renovation of their welcoming memory care wing, and join them for lunch. Visit SunGardenTerrace.com or call 619-464-CARE. Sun Garden Terrace, because there's such a lot of living to do. Call 619-464-CARE. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. My clients are fleeing New Jersey like it's on fire. That's what a financial consultant to wealthy individuals just told James Freeman of the Wall Street Journal. What is the fire driving them out? It's class warfare as expressed in the worst business taxes in America and a left-wing governor who wants to hike them yet again. The accelerant is that, under the new Trump tax plan, the rest of us will not be bailing out high-tax states quite so much through the tax code. My piece on Town Hall Finance shows how New Jersey was already on shaky ground in terms of being able to attract enough high-earning talent to keep its real estate price intact. I hate to see these states implode, but that's how the founders designed our system of federalism. Each state a laboratory of democracy. In this lab, some experiments are clearly failing. I'm Jerry Boyer. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. I've got about five minutes left in the show, but if you call in, I'll try to squeeze you in. Um, so Roseanne supposedly treated something that people considered racist today. Do you think Roseanne should pay reparations? Should she pay them back for pain and suffering she caused Valerie Jarrett? That seems to be, it's not, that may sound like a stupid question, but did y'all know that reparations and reparations happy hours are like a new thing? Did you know this, DJ Carrot Sticks? Yeah? No, we're, like where? How much would you be willing to pay to ease somebody's pain and suffering, DJ Carrot Sticks? Um, I don't know. I mean, if I got it to spare, I guess I'd help them out. Yeah, you would? Okay. Yeah. yeah all right. Well, good. Because then you might want to go to Portland, Oregon, Oregon um, and be willing to hand out because they've got something organizers of the reparations happy hour. They invited black, brown, and indigenous people, whatever that means. I guess it means American Indian. So why didn't they just say American Indian? They invited these folks to a, to a bar and handed them $10 bills as they arrived, a small, according to this article, a small but symbolic gift, mostly funded by white people who were asked not to attend. So you can pay for the happy hour and the reparations, but don't you be showing up because you're not allowed to come if you're white. Brown Hope, a local activist organization, wanted the event, which was held on Monday, to be a space for people of color in a mostly white city to meet one another, discuss policy issue, and plan potential action. And, of course, they don't explain what that potential action is. Is this like a Black Lives Matter thing or what? I mean, to think that you were taking money from people and telling them that they better stay outside, they're not allowed to attend, is 
be, uh, that's that's okay. But where Roseanne Barr tweeted, she deserves to lose her entire career. This is where we're at in this country. Uh, the article goes on to say, while it was far from the full scale reparations sought by some as penance for the horrors of slavery and continuing racial injustice, Cameron Witten, the 27 year old activist who organized the event, said there was one similarity. It made attendees feel as if their pain was valued and understood. What pain? There is nobody today who has suffered under slavery. And oh, by the way, none of, nobody in my background had any slaves. I come from poor people, okay? In fact, you know, maybe I should be in, in, invited to this. But this is, all day long we, we see these ad nauseum, these ancestry ads running to where people, people get a swab of their cheek and then they find out the 3% this, 2% that. Nobody knows what, the, we're all mutts at this point. This is ridiculous. You don't deserve anything if you live in this country. You, first of all, this country was not founded on anybody owing you anything. Period. You're not offered anything. You're not entitled to anything, especially if you come into this country illegally. Why? Nobody owes you anything. Whatever pain you've got going on in your life, let me tell you, any worse than anybody else's pain. Okay, so these people feel pain. What, and what's social injustice? What laws right now are on the books keep anybody down of color? We all have equal opportunity. In fact, people of color have some advantages in this country in the form of affirmative action and other types of, of things. You certainly have protections. Nobody can deny you a job. Nobody can deny renting you anything. The, the basics of economics work the same. A dollar is a dollar, no matter whose pocket it's in. This is ridiculous. This is okay in this country to, to discriminate against white people, to, to put forth the notion that they owe somebody something, they should give money out of their pocket, and then they're not even good enough to attend. Can you imagine any group doing this? We're not long before, you know, white people, whatever that is anymore, since we're all 2% this, 3% that, it won't be long before we're the minorities. We going to get reparations? This is ridiculous. Nobody owes you anything. Do what Ben Carson did if you're young. Read a book. Get an education. Go out and make a life for yourself. Wouldn't it make for better race relations if the people were there drinking with them? Yeah. No, we're, no, we're going to take the money from you and then not allow you to attend? That is so offensive. And demeaning, it's meant to be demeaning. It's not about a, a, a quest for equality. This is a quest to put the, uh, these white people down, to demean them, to make them feel inferior. You owe us money because of, because of something somebody did hundreds of years ago. And we're going to make you pay for it. And we're going to treat you like you're lesser than. It was like the colleges that did the, uh, I forget what they called it, but they had a bake sale. Yeah. And the prices were different according to your race. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. a cupcake was twice as much for a white person as it was yeah. for, you know, uh, Hispanic or African-American. Yeah. The same kind of thing. Yeah. This just proves this whole identity politics, everything that's going on with Roseanne today, everything that's going on with these stories here. This just proves, you know, the story about the kids in cages. This just proves the ident- this identity politics is about nothing but intending to divide us so that they can uh, declare people as victims. Of course, they're victims of the mean, horrible, 
uh, conservatives because we embrace traditional America, which we they which the left wants declared as evil, so that they can remake it into their Marxist communist vision. That's what this is about. They don't care about any kids in cages. They don't care about anybody of color. They don't care about it, Valerie Jarrett and anybody that Roseanne offended. This is about control. This is about tyranny. This is about tearing down the very fabric of America, telling America that we're evil, bad, horrible, and you know we must pay the price and give more power to a centralized government to have control. That's all that it's about. Well, you know what, DJ Carrot Sticks? I'm glad we solved it all. We got it all figured out. Well, we're going to be back tomorrow at 6 o'clock right here. I'll buy you a Paps Blue Ribbon. Yeah, a PBR? Yeah. <laughs> Fancy. I don't even drink beer, baby. But I'll take a Cosmo and a donut. National Donut Day is Friday. Don't forget. Love you all. Have a great night. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K.